Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We got a lot of stuff to cover you, cover for you and not a lot of stuff because there's just so much going on in our world. Um, I will say we basically have nothing regarding real news on like actual TV shows and movies or anything like that. Um, I will say at the start of the podcast that basically everything that um, basically every show or movie is on on hold. Um, the new Spider Verse one that we they say we we're getting in March has been completely removed from the docket. Um, people are saying, "Look, they're seeing what we can do by by striking," which I agree. Um, but in turn, a lot of these places are changing things up, doing different tactics. They are trying to attack people where it hurts them the most. So they're, you know, removing shoot, uh, shows. They're, they're just doing a lot of stuff that's not the greatest for um, TV shows in general. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I feel like... Uh, I feel like there's so much going on and not people don't know enough. So what you end up having happen is, is people just make assumptions. And while there are some points from both sides, the literal demands from the studios is ridiculous. And I am sure Tim would agree. Like you, you can't ask these people to, to accept what you're telling them to accept. It's right. not, you know what I mean? It's the AI thing is crazy. And for those that don't know, when you see these celebrities striking, it has nothing to do with the celebrities. They aren't even trying to, you know, it's not them. It is legitimately the lower people that they need this job. And they're making the bare minimum and like, there's a lot of stuff going on with that. So one thing I have noticed is that you're seeing these celebrities go out there and they're like, Oh yeah, you need, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. But in reality, what it ends up being is, is these low level people are the ones that are, the, that are needing of this pay increase or guarantee. Cause like they said, there's people who have flat out said, yeah, I'm okay with um, them using my likeness. And some people are. And I muted myself, sorry. So a lot of it has to do with, you know, it's, it's depressing to me because things should be so much better for everybody. And. I think the last strike went 100 and something days, ended a lot of shows, and now here we are. So um, just know we'll do our best. We do have some stuff that is related to movies and TV shows and whatnot. Um, there will be some debuts of shows in primetime television coming up in September, like the likes of Yellowstone coming to uh, regular cable TV. Um, you're going to have Ms. Marvel, I believe, as well, is going to be coming to uh, ABC or Disney uh, Channel. I can't remember which one, but they're going to take it off exclusivity of Disney+. Plus. Um, the one thing I have noticed is 
So Tim shared this one, and I don't think he even knows what this is. I know this character because of Star Wars Minute, but uh, do you know who Dexter Jester is, Tim? No. Is he related to the show Dexter? So he is the um, friendly cook that you see in... Oh, uh, yes, yes, you see, I know who he is. Yeah, they talked to... What was it? It was like a while ago that they uh, uh, talked about him or brought him to life or something like that. He's got like eight arms or something like that. Yeah, he he's the friends with Obi-Wan. They know each other. Oh, no, that's what it was when they did the VR, um, the Star Wars Void, maybe on that one, or he was going to be incorporated into it and then at downtown Disney and Disneyland, and then they did away with it. Like you could go into kind of like the cantina, but he was the like the one behind the bar or okay. the main character. It was something like, I want to say it was a VR thing where they were thinking about doing something with it. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, no. So he, he knows Obi-Wan somehow. They don't really elaborate like two details, but you know, I haven't watched in a while. They might, you know, but I loved the character. He was fun. He, um, it runs like a 50s style diner, so he wears that greasy uh, apron. So it was like, you know, nostalgic a little bit on that part of it. And it was just a fun character. So Disney decides to post that they're going to be doing a Star Wars short story. Well, what they don't tell you is that it's not what you think it is. What do you think it is, Timothy? Um, I don't know. Actually, I was looking up what um, what I was trying to find out, and yeah, it was like a. Uh, uh, I think it was more like a story thing that he so, was in that I remember yeah, seeing so him from. There's um, these books. They're they're called from a certain point of view, and it's basically like a recap of the all the movies. So the the movies have like they have like I think they have a little bit more detail in them. Um, I have the audio books. I haven't listened to them yet, but I want to. Um, so I'm, I'm just so behind on everything. But they basically are going to be doing something similar on that one. Yeah. So it's just a story. I don't know how detailed it's going to be. We don't know. We don't know a lot of the details for it. So it is what it is. Well, there you go. Another Star Wars character that gets a. Uh kind of spin-off story yeah i mean i'm okay with it i don't mind the you know getting these certain characters i i think it's kind of weird that they're gonna put it out there like they did because didn't we just get you know bob Iger saying that we have too much star wars stuff like wasn't that just not too long ago when he said that like he said we oversaturated our market and stuff like that right I mean, and I could see saying that and it's like, okay, now we need to strategically put out stuff with maybe this being one of them or it was already done. So it's like, well, put it out there. People will watch it. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I could see that. I, you honestly, know, I mean, if it's I mean, if it was already done and everything was put into it and it was paid for, I mean, what are you going to do? Just shelve it. So might as well try to make a couple bucks off of it. That's true, man. I didn't even think about that. I mean, I mean, I'm okay with it. However, they decide to do you like more, more, more Star Wars content is you know 
is good by me. Right. I'm trying to look up. What is the name of those Boston? Is it Boston Scully? Yeah. Scally caps. I'm getting one of those Boston Scally caps, and I wanted to... Uh, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember my order number. Um, they just sent me an email about it, but... Um, but yeah, the Attack of the Clones is one of the probably I think they they rated I think one of the worst movies of the Star Wars. So I think Dexter Jester gets overlooked quite a bit. But there's a lot of backstory I guess in the comics, things that go into him and Obi Wan's relationship. So um, this next one was insane. I was like, wait, what? And so the Hall of Fame game, which is notorious it, NFL Hall of Fame game, NFL Hall of Fame game is notorious for not having anyone play. You don't know anyone in there. And uh, it had better ratings than the average of the basketball playoffs, NBA. By almost a full million viewers. 6.3 compared to 5.4. That's, that's insane, man. Yep. Like, I mean, it's weird to me because I'm like, Here's the thing. Uh, Tony Kornheiser, like, I didn't realize how good of a friend he is with um, uh, Al Michaels. So Al Michaels was on his podcast today, and because Tony Kornheiser is kind of, like, semi-retired, he's doing this thing now where he he's going to have fa- uh, his friends that are on the West Coast come on the night before, and he'll put it in the next day's podcast. So he asked Al Michaels flat out, he goes, do you think the strike is going to have an effect on, you know, viewership. He said last year, Al Michael said uh, out of the top 50 viewed things last year, 44 of them were NFL games. Out of the top 50, 44 were NFL games. And he said, it's going to, it's going to explode. And that's what I was thinking. We had dinner that night across the street at my in-laws and we sat around watching the hall of fame game. It was on, we weren't even like, I saw Aaron Rodgers looking like a coach. He's looking super old, looking like a coach. But I'm like, is that how? Is that because reality TV is going to explode? They're pushing all this reality TV out so hard and so fast. And the last time we had a strike, that's the rumor is that was when the boom of reality TV started, was because there was nothing else on. So. I do think that it getting that viewership, I do want to see what happens. Um, I really hope with the YouTube deal with uh, NFL Sunday ticket that they take a page out of the MLS games where people don't know this, but I believe all the MLS games, you can subscribe to them through Apple TV. There is no blackouts. doesn't matter where you live, what team you root for, there is no blackouts. And... I think that's what the NFL needs to do because for Tim as a Raider fan, why is Tim going to get it? You know, it should be on his local market, but you know, what if Tim moves? Right. Exactly. Well, and especially when you have these YouTube TVs, Apple TVs, whatnot, you know, core, a lot of people cord cutting and it. You know, it's not, I mean, yeah, they are to the kind of the same standards as it, but going that way more uh, on it, 
or it's not your traditional TV, or like you said, why can't there be an app? Because there's going to be video cameras at every single NFL game because it's going to be broadcast somewhere. So you tap into that feed. What I'm surprised they haven't done is, um, you know, every team has an app. You know, you're a Texans fan. You go Texans. I'm a Raiders fan. I have the Raiders app. See their schedule, see their depth chart, you know, any news, you know, anything on it. They even do do like um, the one thing I will say is weird before we go into what you're going to say is that um, there are most of the teams even have like a person who works for a local affiliate. So for 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 the Texans, they have a CBS affiliate that the dude literally works for the Texans and for CBS. He has a podcast. He has a YouTube channel and literally he does all the reporting for the Texans for CBS as well as other sports. But on game day, he's at the facilities. He's, he's there. Yep. He has an office. So how can, like you said, what you're leading to is, I know you're saying, how you not have the ability to purchase for one team. Right, exactly. For, for one team. Whether it be through an app on your phone, through an app on, you know, TV, whether it's Roku, Apple, whatever it is. But then once you get to that, then you come across, okay, what feed are they going to use? Right. And I'm sure, you know, there's whether it's royalties or TV time, you know, airtime, whatever, because then you got commercials. Will people pay for those commercials to be to be on that? Um, you know, or do you just do like what some of them do is when it's commercial time it says be know, right back. They just say, yeah, be right back. Um, or they play um you know a video a video highlights or a montage of the team for that for how i mean it, it should be like it should be easy because mlb t- tv have it to where you could pick the feed you listen to so right, exactly it shouldn't be that hard and what's crazy is so people don't know i watched uh a, a monday night football game um through a bootleg at a friend's house and it was through the british um it was in europe it was it was mm. in a London feed. They don't have commercials. Legitimately, in NFL games in Europe, it literally is like primetime games. So it was a Monday Night Football game or Sunday Night Football. They watch the game. The game is going. You're hearing the commentators from the United States. And then when it goes to commercial, they go to the studio and they have, usually it's mostly Americans. Even the female anchor was American. And literally was talking about what had happened on the previous plays. They talk strategy. They talk games. There would be so much money. Like I said, they do know how to work with affiliates of the local stations. They could probably find someone to be like the red zone version of someone for their team and do that. They've already figured out they're going to have a dual um, viewing for the Super Bowl, one on Nickelodeon, one on the regular channel and Nickelodeon legitimately is doing it right. They're making it fun. They brought the dude in who did the pro bowl, I believe. And the kids loved them. I just feel like there's so much money they're missing because let's listen, listen, I'm not paying YouTube almost $300 for, um, Sunday ticket. That ain't going to happen. Right. Right. Well, and the other thing is, is XM radio is already doing that. Well, already doing it online. 
um, on the radio in your car. And I, uh, that no, maybe not the app and the, not the app, but on your car, it has, um, you know, you can listen to the games. Well, they only have just one broadcast for that game. Right. And the announcer, uh, is the home team. So right. like if, you know, the Texans are playing away, you're not getting your home announcers. You're getting the announcers for whoever team that they're playing. Right but on the app and online for XM, they have a dedicated channel, you know, Houston Texans channel. And okay. on game day, you listen to that and it's the home teams and or it's their the Texans announcers. So they could be in a way game, but you could still listen on on that to the home announcers. And I've done that before just because I've, you know, like the announcers or whatever it is, or if I can't pull pull it up somewhere all through the only thing that stinks is i'm driving my car and i can't listen to it on the radio because they're away so i pull it up on my phone and you know have to aux cord it in that way but i can still do that i can still listen to my home team broadcast granted it's on radio so i'm sure it's different on tv because you get tv rights and everything like that right but i mean you have like you said you have red zone on it or NFL Sunday ticket or, you know, all these other ones that you could watch. I mean, come on now in this day and age, I'm surprised that you can't buy a individual, you know, instead of getting the whole package and all a cart package. And I only want to watch this team. I mean, do you, could you imagine they would make so much, I mean, NASCAR, I believe, I don't think they still have that where you could pick the driver you wanted to follow. Like they had the thing where you could actually, Hear the radio chatter, the, yeah, and all that. Uh, you could do that at the actual racetrack where you can get a headset right. and rent it, and you can tune into the radios. Right. You know that that's for people that don't know. That's whenever you see on ESPN that a driver got fined, it's because little kids get to hear what's being said. So that's why they do that. But they used, to, I think it was like two or three years where you could literally, if you're a Tony Stewart fan, you freaking got the, the Tony Stewart channel, and you it could, was yeah. you had. I think usually what they did is it looked like. It would have a dashboard um, of like four screens. One screen would be the outside of the car, like the track race. One would right. be the inside from like the driver's kind of view to the side of the right. And then you would have one that was the Probably actual looking like, at him. Uh, there was one looking and then there, the last one was like the tachometer. So it would show like how fast oh, he was going. Fa- yeah. And it, was, like, it, it looked like a, a digital cluster. It wasn't the actual what the cluster looked like, but it would yes. give you stats of the car. But it was, yeah. And then on the bottom, usually you would say, hey, like last time it took three tires and you took fuel or, it, you know, the, it took. Yeah, you could you almost know. have like a ticker tape running across the bottom or just flashing up. Hey, he's sitting. Yeah. Here's what happened last time where he's in this place or his last lap was this much and his fastest lap is that and i just don't understand why they can't do that for because they teased us for so long like they were gonna do that because like i'm a dodgers fan and like most people know there was a period of time where the dodgers i think actually the year before the the world series win when they weren't on tv at all they had no contract with anyone so they would be on Sunday Night Baseball. They would be on Tuesday night, like during the week that ESPN would have a game of a night or something. They would do that. But they literally were not on TV. And you could not. The only way you could watch them 
is if you bought MLB TV, and that's too much. Um, right. Right. No. Exactly. But I mean, we'll we'll see. I am hopeful that this revelation of them making that much off of them, you know, they're going to be like, oh yeah, we we have to do something. I don't know right. what they could do, but I, I feel like strike is just going to push so hard. Right, and that could trickle down into almost any sports, you know, even on golf or whatnot. Golf may be a little bit harder, but you could have, you know, a camera crew following each group, you know, whether one or two guys, and then yeah. you got the feature groups, you know. It's like there's no reason why um, I shouldn't be able to follow one guy or at least the group that the guy's in. And the only time you see the guy, especially, you know, when they – flipped pan to a guy and the leaders at you know minus five and they pan to this guy and he's plus eight it's like okay did he get a hole in one did he get a chip in it's going to be a good shot and you know that because of his score um, yeah and i mean you, you, could, you could almost on that same thing like because people don't know like tim said they go back to somebody oh this just happened on number four and they chip in right. and they replay it why why can't I just watch the feed of that one guy I like? You know, my stepmom would be buying Jordan Spieth every single time he was on there because she loves Jordan Spieth. Now, with the team thing, I think they could they could probably make some good money on the live golf side of it because they do do a team format for that one. So right. they could well, possibly but, yeah. capitalize on that. But that's going the way of the Dodo here pretty soon because they just merged, so... No, but they're but, saying they're going to keep it separate. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I know on that you could. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. The f- the future, but who knows? I mean, I don't know why they haven't done it already, especially in some of the tournaments like the Masters. I think you could follow individual guys. So, but it's through the Master app. It's like, OK, we'll have a PGA app, have a. Uh, I forgot the group that that owns live and now pga the saudi arabia uh, the saudi league based based ones yeah, yeah it's like it's not pfg but yeah something whatever it is it's like three letters psg psg yeah. i believe yeah so anyhow it's yeah it is something that i definitely feel like we're going to see some changes in the near future like you said because there's there's no way that they're going to be able to you know maintain this, yeah. Uh, Especially you know, if there's pretty... money involved or and money they need to capitalize to now. They need to capitalize now when they have nothing else going on. Yep. So um, one thing, the basically the only thing that we have that isn't um, like side news is that Oppenheimer has extended the seventy millimeter run due to popular demand. Now seventy millimeter is the big one. That they had in Dublin by us, they had it in Sacramento, and I don't think that, they had it down by Tim. That everyone had, had to alter their <laughs> reels their, for. Yeah, they actually sent platforms out to alter this this the stage. Um, so they are extending it, which is cool. I'm happy for it because it's it's if it's a good um, if it's a good uh, movie, which I've heard it's fantastic. Um, you know why not? You know do that so. Um, well, we will see, you know, in the end, like, 
I've heard amazing, great things about it. But also, I have heard stuff like, oh, you know, it's so long. You can't miss this. You can't miss that. It's just, it's, it's, it just, it feels like it's kind of drags on. And then there's people now that are nitpicking little things in the movie. So, you know, I am going to watch it. Just don't know when. Um, we're moving on. This one is, this one's interesting. So Lizzo is being sued by former backup dancers saying that she was mean to them, that she, that she just, she was a horrible person to people. Now there are claims out there that the woman that was doing the documentary of her tour quit because of just, she just couldn't stand Lizzo. So that was the first thing we heard, and we're like, oh, man. Well, then these girls were explaining what was quote-unquote said to them, and a lot of people are like, what are they talking about? And the basically the one of the women said, well, she was insinuating that I gained weight when all that she said was... Um, uh, basically, they're like, Oh hey, are you feeling okay? You don't look well. That's all that she said, according to the person suing. So I don't know the legitimacy of it. I just know that things are getting messy for Lizzo, and a lot of people have come out and saying she's difficult to deal with. Whatever. Well, and everything that went down in Amsterdam with the backup dancers as well, and what they were pretty much forced to do. Yes. Of- uh, Amsterdam in the red light district. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not, not looking great. I don't know if there's a new video, but I'm sure there'll be something of it. Um, Uber is launching a new feature in LA that records audio during your trip. I don't know how well this is going to end because it could be a positive. It could be a negative because people are going to be trying to get you to say something racist or something. I don't know. You know, right. And how do you even prove they're actually in the vehicle of the person they're saying they're in or vice versa. How do you know just a random person that they picked up as a passenger and they're trying to screw up that person's rating? Because people will, right. will that. Yeah, no, exactly. And I'm sure there's some legality to it too, that you would have to, you know, check mark the box that you're being recorded or signage or whatnot yep. saying that you're being reported, especially in California. Yeah, I think there's actually a thing on Uber or and Lyft. May, I mean, they may already have well, it. One of them has signage that you could put in your car, but I have seen a lot of these videos of people who are driving for those companies, and they'll say, just so you know, I'm recording for your safety and my safety. Yeah, uh, they'll have the dash cam and all yeah, of that going. Exactly. So, um, McDonald's and Disney unveil a special sauce for Loki Season 2. Because that's the only advertising they can do because none of the actors can uh, do anything about it. So that's pretty much what they're doing. Um, Disney Plus will soon start cracking down on password sharing. It was bound to happen, especially with how much Netflix made after enforcing it. For people who actually signed up for the service, they made a lot of money. So, oh yeah. uh, Disney Plus and Hulu are increasing premium plan costs. The new ad-free bundle of both is coming soon to the U.S., which we've been waiting for for a while. 
Um, live action Little Mermaid is streaming on Disney Plus next month, which I'm excited for that because um, you know I haven't and seen Guardians it. Of the, and Guardians of the Galaxy just came out, I think, on it as well. It did, and um, people are complaining because this actually isn't on our list, but um, because of the fact that they can't promote the show, they're putting out the I Am Groot, I guess, season two ahead of Loki season two. And they're like, why are we getting all this stuff? I'm like, because they're waiting to see hopefully the strike ends and people can start going to stuff. So, right. Um, and like I said, it's going to debut in September on Disney Plus, Baby Groot, the I Am Groot. And those are shorts. So, um, this one is a sad day as Disney announces permanent halt to Australian DVD and Blu ray releases in era ending physical media shakeup. So, I mean, it's. I wonder I mean, how how uh, Intel it starts coming, you know, more so our way. I, I don't know, man, because like my one concern would be, what do you do with um, like cars that have the DVD players in them? Like, um, right. Well, I mean, they'll find something uh, just like the cars that had cassette players in them and you would plug the cassette in it and play a CD on it. I'm wondering if they're going to do that thing where they basically have like, you could do like a USB or almost right. like a car play type thing. Like you have. Yeah. Something like that. Right. No, uh, exactly. This one's hilarious. So Tim and I worked on the agenda at the same time and legitimately. So, so Disney is entering into the world of sports betting with ESPN, but bet up with a pen entertainment partnership. For those that don't know, Penn Entertainment used to own Barcelona Sports. And Dave Portnoy bought it back for $1. Now, Tim and I were like, there's no way this is legitimate. This has got to be something weird. Basically, in layman's terms, you know, um, basically quickly, just fast to get down to the nitty gritty. Basically, Penn knew that they couldn't make money with Dave Portnoy as the president or leader of Barstool. So they decided, hey, we're going to cut ties. We're going to keep Barstool Bet, which is the betting sites that they have, and they're going to convert them to ESPN Bet. And Barstool is not going to compete with the betting side of it on the money-making side. I'm sure they could still do podcasts and stuff. But the reason why it's a dollar is I believe they're just going to write it off the business and it's going to be a tax write off for them. So they more than likely would probably lose more money if they actually sold it for real money. And they have actually struck a deal. There's a no compete. And also if Dave Portnoy sells the bar stool in the future, they are entitled to 50% of the profits. So you have that. And Disney did is announce their sale in the stake of DraftKings just one day after revealing ESPN bet. And what's funny is, as Tim and I realized, Bob Chappick was the one talking about getting into sports betting. So there are some ideas, Bob Chappick's, that are in, in the works. And I guarantee the reason why all this is happening so fast is because the sale of the stake in DraftKings, that has to be done very carefully because they don't want to hurt DraftKings. Because if you hurt DraftKings, you hurt your new venture because it is a competitor. And when you have one, you usually have all of them. So, um. Disney Parks and Report Resorts reports 13% increase in $8.3 billion in revenue for third quarter 2023, which was expected because things are starting to be normal. Um, I did want to put uh, 
We do need to pray for Lanai Maui. Uh, it is burned to the ground. It's gone. Uh, all the downtown is gone. Um, apparently, people were running for the ocean to jump in the ocean because the flames were so bad. And um, they're still trying to figure out what happened. So we do want to pray for them. Um, we do have... So the Continental, the World of John Wick trailer came out. I had We had no idea. It's a Peacock original. It'll be on Peacock. Um, it's a show. I believe it comes out in September. I've been getting the text messages from them. I'm thinking it's a telemarketer, but it's really the Continental because I signed up for the thing. And um, it actually follows Winston, who is the head of the Continental in the John Wick movies in the 70s. And basically, in the trailer, it shows that he's getting a bunch of people together to take down the Continental because Winston's brother does something stupid. Uh, and in this show, Mel Gibson is the bad guy. So I love it when he plays a bad guy. Uh, lastly, on the actual news, so uh, prices increased for onboarding onboard internet packages across Disney's cruise flying fleet. Um, makes sense because the internet's getting better. They need to do better internet. It's going to be more expensive. It makes sense. It's it's cost effective for them. So, um, and lastly, uh, on the general pile, uh, Mark Margolis, um, who people most people know from Breaking Bad. He's in the infamous scene. I can't remember his character's name, but he was in the care facility and he's pushing a bell that has a bomb strapped to it and it blows up and kills um, uh, Giancarlo. Um, I want to say Stan, but it's not his. Uh, the one from Star Wars from Mandalorian. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, so, uh, sadly, he passed away at the age of 83. So, um, now, the rest is rapid fire. It's quick. We go to gaming. The PS5 is soon going to support 8 terabyte SSD uh, memory cards. Do you know how much those cost, Tim? Uh, isn't it like 500 bucks or something like that? Currently going for $1,000. Right. There you go. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if a 1 terabyte is what? A couple hundred bucks, I'm going to say. SSD? 200, 250. Yeah. So, I know, I know you start bumping up. So, like when I built my computer, uh, you'd go the so I with the, the memory cards, you bought two sixteen. Uh, it'd be this much, but if you bought two thirty twos, it'd be more, but a little bit cheaper. So you're right, yeah doing. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three is going to launch November tenth. Uh, Big baddie, it will be Markarov. And what was cool was they did a thing where they said, hey, text this number, which was in the first trailer they dropped for the announcement of the November 10th date. Tim sent me the video. I did it. And they basically sent a bunch of info like, oh, get your team together. This is what we're doing. And then today they sent me the trailer, which I sent to Tim, and it shows Markov in a prison getting tattooed. And you hear Price say, we don't know what his next thing is, but we know who it is. It's Markov. So um, excited for that one. And they are hinting at the return of Verdansk. So um, Tim and I will have a party if that happens. And then lastly in gaming, there is a rumored August 9th, 2024 release date for NCAA 24. Um, This one is one of the most anticipated games coming back to consoles and probably PC. Problem is, is because of the, the NIL deals, you have to literally work with every single potential player or... 
I, I have a feeling they're going to have to be like if the running back for Michigan is black, you're going to have to make sure he's white or vice versa. And you're going right, to have yeah. to make sure. Yeah, a very Bond style type deal. Everything is going to be crazy. Um, other amusement parks, um, they Stranger Things buildings are starting to appear for Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. It looks awesome. They look weird because they're tiny, but they do look kind of cool because it is Stranger Things. I've never been to Halloween Horror Nights. I don't like that kind of stuff. So, um, now going to Disney Parks pile in the general, the Disney World kind of pre-orders are now open at Best Buy. They're still going through a bunch of legal stuff, so I don't know what's going to happen. Um, so, like, yeah, right here, organizational failures lead to dangerous mob at opening of Gen Con 2023 and Disney World kind of release. So, yeah, I guess I heard it was better for day two, but day one it was. It was bad. So, and we have a new reusable shopping bag debut at Walt Disney World will be shared with Disneyland Resort. Um, I don't know about you, Tim, but those regular plastic bags they give out are pretty reusable, too. Like, oh, yeah. No, they're, they're good. They're good. I don't bags. know. Walking through Target, how many backs of vans and SUVs I see opened up and you see one of those bags just sitting there. Right. Um, Disneyland Resort's abroad. So I heard the thing, I heard the thing that Tokyo Disney is cheaper than Disney World right now. Huh, trying to get everyone to go there. Something. There. It was Tokyo Disney or Shanghai. I can't remember which one. But one of them is cheaper. I think it was $143 a day for uh, Disney World. And it was like $72, $73 a day for for one of the overseas ones. I don't know. Huh, but nice. Tokyo Disney Sea is testing new security scanners. Scanners. Similar to Walt Disney World and Disneyland, they're all going to be on the same page. Like we said, I don't know about Tokyo Disney Sea, but I'm pretty sure they're owned by that Chinese company. So while they're not always on board with Disney does over here in the U.S., they usually try and follow suit fairly quickly after they do. Um, Walt Disney World, the four Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party dates in 2023 of August are sold out. They had over 700 items drop on the Shop Disney app just for Halloween stuff for these parties. 703. Someone I know counted them and was like, that's wow. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Walt Disney World Hotel Bell Service no longer holding alcohol deliveries. Shame on them. Shame yeah, on that's, them. That's interesting. There was a Barbenheimer reference spotted at Epcot. Uh, which is uh, is it the it was the it was the Disney characters that were posing like it wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Like a, I, it, yeah, it was a uh, a picture. Yeah. So so, um, new Dolip ceramic ice cream bowl available at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Oh man, I might have to go for that. Hmm. Um, yeah. No, it looks awesome. Lawsuit filed after a man falls in Haunted Mansion at Magic Kingdom. Oh, my gosh. What's this going to be? Right. Well, I mean, sue for anything, so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Disney Springs guest climbs on top of a bus, jumps up and down, then refuses to move. And some people, I don't, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know anymore. I don't know. Florida gets dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. So, sorry, Connor. Love you. Also, everyone here, congratulations, Connor and his wife. 
on uh, the baby announcement. Uh, very happy they took pictures in front of the Millennium Falcon in the worst of the Batus, Batus East. So congratulations. Um, a woman stuck between Walt Disney World monorail doors now suing for injuries. Cast members did not help in any way. Um, I did not see this one till now. But here's the thing. Um, I will say that she says the cast members didn't help in any way. How do we know that if they would have tried to do something, they wouldn't have gotten injured themselves? And they do have protocol for something like that when it happens. I'm sure they shut the monorail down, but they can't just go in there and just jam their hands in a door trying to sell, do something. Right, or injure her more and yeah. something really happens. Lawsuit happens anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So Plus, I mean, how she gets stuck in between the doors? Maybe she's in a wheelchair or something? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The floors are slow, though, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So. Lastly, for Walt Disney World, Florida man steals keys from a stroller at Epcot and takes a vehicle. Wow! That's talented! Well, the thing is, is, you know, I've gone, I've used a stroller, you know, to at least twice now. I don't put my keys in the stroller. No. I don't keep my, the diaper bag in the stroller. I take it with me on the ride. Um, that way I know, and I use the diaper bag as a backpack too. It's got a whole bunch of stuff in it. So if anything happens, I got all of my stuff, everything in there. So I don't know why you would leave your keys in the stroller. I mean, unless I could see like, oh, they fell out of the bag or, or whatever it is. You know, there's always something. But if you just, oh, I'm just going to throw my keys in the bottom of the stroller, you know, the basket and see it later. It's like, huh, interesting. Those look like car keys. We're at Disney World. I'm just going to start walking around to every parking lot and get me a free car because by the time those people come back and realize that the car's gone, he could be in, you know, Georgia by then. I mean, I think that the difficult the, the difficult thing is, is some people are just naive, man. They just oh, yeah. don't think about it. Because trust me, um, so Tim and I both have Steam decks. I've full heartedly contemplated. I have um, my Steam deck bag that I got. That's a uh, uh, shoulder strap one. I'm gonna use it as a, a crossbody bag because yeah. I can put everything in that. It's hard. It's hard shit cased. Someone wants to hit me or. I think Tim has the same diaper bag I do. That diaper bag has the pocket right behind the back part right here. Yep. They could put stuff in. So we'll see. Um, on to Disneyland, um, the first birdhouse has been removed at former Splash Mountain and Disneyland construction accelerates. I'm assuming they're probably going to um, put it on display somewhere else. I wouldn't put it past put them putting it in Toontown, maybe putting it over by Winnie the Pooh. Who knows? Right. Or putting it up for auction. Uh, that too. Um, so the Hatbox Tiki Mug 3rd Edition was at Trader Sam's today. It sold out pretty much almost immediately. And um, guests encountered hours long wait to purchase. Hours. Like I saw someone that was putting one on display for just showing everyone they got it. And you could see the line outside the building. Like it was insane. Oh, it yeah. Insane. Yeah. Yeah, don't think you're going to go there a couple days later and get it. I mean, it's no. gone with No, hours. you could usually you could usually get like one of the knockoff ones that's like the set of like usually do like a set of 4 and then I think they almost every year they release a new version of the Hitchhiking Ghosts, the three of them and then then one of the Hatbox Ghosts. Good luck on that one. Um Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room home with 
room home with new mug inspired by singing totem poles at Disneyland. Hmm. So we have a new mug. Oh, that's like one of the, okay. Yeah, three new mugs. Yeah. Um, there's a new France, San Francisco street art has been added. A bakery tour covered in scrim. Oh, no. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. You think they're going to change the inside of there? Like the background of the bakery? Or maybe you're not going to see them do the bread anymore? No, the bread's still going to be there because that's the bread that is for both parks, uh, for the bread bowls and everything like that. So the, right. But the, what are they doing in, in there? <laughs> the interiors and um, doing anything. Well, if anything, they may be um, just updating like they did with Der- Garadelli and putting the San Francisco Bridge in it. How they updated that and Garadelli in the background. <laughs> so they're just... Cool. It's going to be had, um, had more so. What if they had Remy in there making bread? Uh, yeah, but that's not Big Hero 6. Yeah, it still would be fun. As 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 the land. So I'm sure it's just more so, um, you know, making it flow flow better. You know what I could see them doing is doing that, because um, there is a famous bread place in San Francisco right there by the pier where they make the bread and they have like the alligator bread and they have all that stuff in the window. Right. They have a Monterey. I'm maybe they're going to do that. Maybe they're going to make it more look more like that. And they can make it look more San Francisco. We'll see. Um, and this last one is bad. So 81 year old Las Vegas man sues over alleged security dog attack at Disneyland. It doesn't make any sense to me. Because aren't all the security dogs Anaheim PD dogs? Um, I don't. They, yeah, I don't know. They could be Anaheim PD dogs, but they're not like they're just um, for Disneyland. Like, unless extenuating circumstances that they would go out on the streets, right? But they're not um, cast members. This whole thing was weird. It threw me off. Was they said that there were cast members that were security that had dogs? I've never seen. It could be a new thing. I could be wrong. Well, the secu- the security is that security. I don't know. If so, yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, how it is, but I guess so. I'm like, how? What the heck? How did this? How did he get bit or whatnot? So I guess he was walking in. They have the dogs that kind of walk back and forth. Yeah. Uh, the security dogs there, and I guess you know he's 81 years old, so it's not like you know he's walking running through or anything like at a brisk pace. I guess. According to him, he was walking the handler uh, of the dog and the dog like walked abruptly in front of him, which forced him into the dog and like he didn't like trip over the dog, but hit the dog. And I guess the dog turned around and bite him in the stomach. And according to court documents, they showed a picture of like the bite mark. So, yeah, that's kind of what it was. I didn't really read more into it. I just wanted to see how it well, was. The, fish, the fishing so. part was, is that after all this, his his wife and all of his grandkids still went to the park, and him and his daughter went to the hospital. So, I, I don't know. I don't know, honestly, because those dogs, I've never seen those dogs do anything. Like, you're not supposed to pet them, certain ones, um, the cop ones. But one time we went and they had um, a lab that was a security dog and they were letting some of the kids pet pet him if you had you asked. And right. I'm like, I don't see I don't see that un- unless we're missing something or the security all of a sudden has dog handlers. 
I don't know how this could have happened. And Disney, it's so bad that Disney didn't even respond to anything. Like, all the articles I saw, Disney's like, you know, whatever, you know. Right. And especially if it's an ongoing investigation or litigation that they're not going to say anything. They're like, yeah, just wait for court documents or whatnot. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's interesting on that one. And then just really quick too, I wanted to say on the, um, the bellhop services, not handling the alcohol. That's not alcohol that you buy at the resort and send it to, you know, your hotel room or whatnot. It's more so Amazon fresh DoorDash. If you're getting groceries delivered, they will not handle alcohol on that for you. So it's not stuff that you buy in the park and send it to your hotel. It's more so stuff coming from outside. Non-alcoholic, no problem, but alcoholic uh, drinks, basically, you would have to meet them out there. But I know people get groceries because they don't, you know, they go for a week and then there's Amazon Fresh or whatever and get it delivered. So now they won't. I think some of the resorts too. Some of the resorts team up with uh, different vendors too to be like, "Oh yeah, have it come to the hotel and um, right." Whether it be delivered, like you said, yeah. Whether it be vendors for food, um, baby products, as in like strollers, car seats, cribs, anything like that, they'll do that because hey, you may be staying at Disneyland, but you want to go to Universal or something like that. so you rent the car, but you don't want to carry your car seat or, um, like I said, a stroller or anything like that. So, yeah. Well, I want to thank everyone who comes through, listens. This one we rambled on a little bit, but we got our time in here. We love doing this. Tim has to go handle something. So thank you guys all for listening. We greatly appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you guys next week. Maybe, maybe not. You never know. It's hitting this right now because we're both in season. We're both having fun. So uh for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.